what's his name? Treat Johnson? Treat Williams. Treat Petticoat? Wasn't he in Dead Heat with Joe Piscopo? Oh, God, it probably... Was he the... No, that's um, Tom Berenger. I was going to say, was he the uh, principal? Okay. 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 You ready? Yeah. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Yeah. My name's Jason. My name is Jules. And we, we doing, doing filmographies. filmographies. I'm Jason. And I'm Jules. And we, we doing, doing filmographies. filmographies. Just two nice guys on two separate couches. Two unassuming guys who are just here to take you on a drive. Oh, fuck. I love that. Okay. Tonight, me and Jules are doing a double feature. I programmed it myself. Jason's <laughs> pick this time around. Yeah. Lisa from 1990 and Smooth Talk from 1985. Two films <clears throat> about women, young ladies. Coming into their own. Both about 15, 14. Yeah, navigating the vagaries of the dating community. They want to be older. They do. They want freedom. Mm-hmm. And, and hunks. And hunks. They want to go out and be with hunks. They mistake George Michael for a heterosexual. Yeah. As well. That's pretty good. That's right off the bat in Lisa. We should, Can we do Lisa first? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I assume you, you pick these because there's moderate similarities between them yeah but you wanted to see the laura dern one i wanted to see them both I, okay i have heard many times that smooth talk mm-hmm. is a great movie the last time i heard it was a great movie was on the director's club oh where jim was chatting with keith gordon on the nowplayingnetwork.net oh my god are we part of that we are check out nowplayingnetwork.net yep. for more great podcasts flip, flip. and they, they were talking about how it's an unsung movie of the 80s okay and i was like i want to see that Okay. And at the same time, my brain says, hey, Lisa? Lisa, same. When I was drunk one night, I said, oh my God, those two movies, it's an excuse to watch them both. Yeah. Jules, can we do a double feature? Yeah, I said, no. No, he said, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. Put it in front of me. I'll watch that motherfucker. I'll watch anything that moves. So what do you want want to do here, Lisa? I I love Stacey Keenan. Um, I love Stacey Keenan. Okay. You, I, I know I'm not, I'm not going to refute your statement. Okay. I can't tell you who to love. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, yeah. Well, you were immediately remembered her from My Two Dads. You know, I read the beer bottle, and it said it was just made of grains and water. If it weren't for the alcohol, it'd be a health food. I thought Step by Step was more of the go-to to tell people who she was. but I never watched Step by Step. Wrong, Jason. For some reason, I'm I'm well acquainted with the, some of the theme song. Step by step, day, day by day. We're on a roller coaster, second time around. Exactly. Now, this is an interesting movie. If, Jesus Christ, if the IMDb trivia is at all to be believed. Damn, bro, you got trivia. This is great. Just one. I'm so. <laughs> okay. I'm well, ready. first off, there's. I found three taglines for this movie. Okay. Okay. The one on the poster is, someone out there is Lisa's fantasy. Pray she never meets him. Okay. And then there's another one that says, her name is Lisa, and she dialed the wrong number. Interesting. That first one, she's already met him. Yes. So that doesn't work. No. That's that's how she... Yeah. Yeah. And then the third one is, Lisa is only flirting, but flirting with Richard is flirting with death. Yeah. (laughs) These are pretty bad. They are terrible. I couldn't get an idea of how much the budget was for this movie. What about just flirting with death? That's better. Or danger. Lisa's flirting with danger, you know? (laughs) She's Lisa. Yeah. Oh, Lisa. How that's just the, that should be the tagline. She's Lisa. So I couldn't get an idea for how much the budget was for this movie. Okay. Um, I'd venture to guess because everybody in it is TV material. Yeah. And it was a relatively low budget production. Let's go with 20 million. 
Okay. I mean, it's, yeah. Okay. Sure. There aren't a lot of locations or sets. No. You know, and everything's tight. Uh, the restaurant's like the only thing. Now, the original plan uh, was to just have this release straight to video. Yeah. But director Gary Sherman felt the movie had something about it that was good. It was a strong picture. So he, you know, went to MGM and they were like, eh, fuck. Uh, we'll give you general theater release. So they allowed the movie to go into about 200 theaters over a weekend. And now, according to this, the movie over that weekend made $4 million. Really? Yeah. He wanted further release, but MGM was like, nah, let's just dump it on video and on HBO, uh, where they made another a substantial amount of money. Dude, fucking wild. She's <sighs> probably at like her peak, my two dad's popularity, when right? When was this from? Says 1989, says 1990. Right. So somewhere in between the two. When did my two dads go off the air? Like 89 or 87? I have no idea. I used to watch that in reruns on USA. Mm -hmm. I believe I saw the last 10 minutes of this on USA. I used okay. to watch the whatever the Justin Bateman show was, too, where he'd get into it with Steve from Married with Children. That was another one of those network shows that was suddenly on USA. It's your move. Hmm, I don't remember that. So, I mean, was she, was she popular at this time? Do you think that it did well, well? I tell you what, she's um, an assistant district attorney now. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I saw some pictures. Yeah, me too. She still looks nice. Yeah. I like her. Yeah, she seems like an all right gal, you she's, know? She's seven years older than me. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I was seeing her as a young kid, she was always like an older girl. Yeah. You know, and I think this is long before sexual feelings. So it's just like, man, she's, I yeah, like she's to hold so hands cool. with her. She's so, she's cute. Yeah. But yeah, there wasn't like, oh, hubba hubba. No. You know. Although when she, by the time she was on Step by Step, I couldn't quite wrap my head around her having blonde hair. I was like, that's that girl. She looks so different. Mm -hmm. She's pretty hot on Step by Step. I my never, memory yeah. of, of being young. I'm, I'm not saying that now. I'm saying my, my memory right. of her with the blonde hair is she looked real good. Yeah, I don't think I followed her. I mean, I didn't follow any. I was a kid. But I don't think I've seen anything really that she's been in now other than this and uh, my two dads. Well, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm firmly on the map as a big Stacey Keenan fan. Yeah, because she did a couple of things in the like 2010s, early 2000s. I think, I think it was right around 2006. She did like two movies and yeah, then she retired officially. A couple of Garbaggios and, yeah. uh, and then, yeah, now she's practicing law. She went started going to school in 2013 for that, for law school. Oh, is that right? I think so. Okay. She had already been in college. I think she was there until 2004. I mean, hey, it's smart, right? You know, uh, Ain't gonna last forever. No, and I, I, I really like her personality. She's great. She's super fun in this movie. She's nuts, yeah. as you say. I don't know if they would have known really what how to utilize talent like that. You want to do the synopses? I, I just cranked these out. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, kind of seemed like it. That's cool. Lisa, teenage psycho teenager Lisa Holland, Stacy Keenan has a psychotic hobby that ends up attracting psychopath serial killer Richard D.W. Moffat, the candlelight killer, who mistakes Lisa for her well-intentioned mother, Catherine Holland, Cheryl Ladd. Jeffrey Tambor has hair. Yeah. I will, I will say I, I uh, like this movie quite a bit. I thought this would be the shittier of the two. Yeah. I had such a good time. This movie is really, really quite weird. <laughs> uh, Lisa and her friend, who I liked. Yeah. I don't think she, she didn't do much after she this. She has no picture. She was in... I don't even... Yeah, I don't think she was in much of anything. They have a thing that they do where they go around and harass random men. 
take their picture with a Polaroid? Without their permission, stalk them, and then she calls them. She pretends that they're her boyfriend. Yeah. They take the picture. Does she call all of them? I don't know. She gets their license plate numbers. Right. And then that's how she gets their phone numbers. Right, because she does the first dude... And she calls the DMV or wherever to get his info. Mm-hmm. But I don't... Do they Do they show her calling him? She smooth talks the DMV to get that Oh, that number. she does, yeah. I understand the pressures on a man in your position, but no one will ever have to know. Uh, all right. Thank you, Mr. Adams. You've really made my day. It kind of just seems like maybe they're just goofing and whatever. But her friend is interested in starting to date as well they're 14 i think so so she's kind of like doing that lisa's a little pissed because her mom doesn't want her to date because she had lisa while she was a teenager yeah cheryl ladd so she says lisa can date when she turns 16 16 you just got to spend these last two years figuring out who you are right which is great actually yeah i mean you'd be furious when you're 14 but imagine how much more interesting you are if you're not just following following around a boy for like two years yeah and maybe because i never really had much interest when i was young in you know house uh, high school house parties or whatever Mm. i went to them you know just because that's what everybody was doing so my curfew was never like super relaxed and there were nights where i would just stay at home and watch mr show or you know whatever so i can't really relate to this idea of wanting to grow up quick i guess i could care less man i think i care less about life to be (laughs) honest I think I wanted to be older, but yeah, I mean, I was just chilling also. Watching movies. Mm -hmm. After I turned 16, smoking a lot of weed. Yeah, that was a big part of my life. Got playing on a computer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was into games. I I was fucking around with music, too. So, she's a little bit of a brat, and... Boys are- why, why do you say she's a brat? I feel like you came down hard on both these ladies in the synopses. Because they're, I mean, Laura Dern is a fucking brat. I disagree, but we'll get into that later. Okay. I think she's a little bit of a brat too, but not like, uh, uh, pointing my finger, you know. It's just that she's bratty. It's her rebellious teenage uh, attitude. That she wants to date and well, like, go do stuff? No, I mean, she's yelling at her mom. Hi, honey. Oh, what? Not only am I too young to date, I'm too young to have a little privacy? Sorry. I didn't say you could come in. Oh, excuse me. I just came to see if you were hungry. She gets into her face at one point. Does she? She's like... Oh, damn. She's flexing on her? In the fucking kitchen. Yeah, man. She's backed up against the stove. Fuck, I don't remember that. You don't, because you love these girls. (laughs) Yep. Right? (laughs) Regardless, she uh, goes out to get some rice from the neighborhood grocer guy. Yeah, Who I liked quite a bit. (laughs) He doesn't seem like an actor. It's just like the guy Mm -hmm. that works at that place. Lisa, how's mom? I haven't seen her for a couple of days. She stops to spy on two people kissing yep she's hiding behind like a abandoned chair or something yeah and she a dog barks to look at her like what are you doing and she starts booking it dude at first i was like well it's not that weird she could pretend like she's not doing anything and then i realized no she's hunkered down behind yeah if you're just standing there with your groceries pretending like you're minding your own business and then just like looking and Mm -hmm. touching yourself a little bit they would never notice no 
But when you try to go Harriet the Spy and crouch behind something like that, mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious you're a creep. So she runs away, and she runs into Richard. Nice looking older guy. Is he wearing a suit? An ill-fitting 90s man suit, yeah. Looking sharp, Richard. Mm-hmm. Little proto-American psycho. But he's a creep. He is a creep. Uh, so far, we have seen him murder one lady? Yeah, the movie starts with him murdering one lady. Yep, you go and check your answering machine message, and you get a message that says, Hey, it's Richard. I'm in your apartment. I'm going to kill you. Yep. Hi, Mary. This is Richard. I'm in your apartment, and I'm going to kill you. Grabbed you by the throat. Yeah, and he and just, he just keeps... like lifts them up and moves them, and he's just like straight up got their his his fingers into their trachea or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's it's actually it's erotic. What? <laughs> I find it surprisingly terrifying and horrifying. Yeah, well, because you it's know, disturbing. This was loosely based on Richard Ramirez. Really? Yes. Oh, but he was like smelly and gross. Oh, I don't know about that, but you don't know that I he's didn't know smelly the man. and gross. I don't hang out with those type of people, Jason. Like a filthy, mentally ill guy. That... Yeah, maybe, but he was, you know, a murderer, uh, killing people. Okay, his name was Richard. How do you know he's based on Richard Ramirez? He I saw it. Where did you see it? In a oh, trivia thing. Okay. Or something. Wild. Yeah. Right. I, I look into these films. I don't know what you do. I was looking into them. <laughs> I'm just joking. And and he's like, oh, hey, little kid. You okay? Someone chasing you, like, What are you doing and such? And Can you speak? Yeah. Well, I should. I'm 14 years old. 14? No way. Come on, what? You're at least... 16 but he's coming out of the house of a woman that he just killed yep and he dropped some tapes when she smashed into him and she hands him the cassettes back mm-hmm. now this is a, this is a weird neighborhood but that's a good quirk that he he steals the answering machine tapes back after leaving them yeah the answering machine messages saying he's gonna kill them well because he he has two tapes for each person outgoing and incoming he's writing on there maybe not for everyone maybe it's just uh, like how does he meet these women right he's go to a bar I think he just spots him like that other lady that he runs into later. He just, he like spots her somewhere and is like her next. Oh, the, the workout lady. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. She had a nice body. She was looking pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She got into a convertible fucking Mercedes. Workout together. All the ladies with your money. Oh, I don't know the song, but so she takes a liking to him, jots down his license plate. Now this neighborhood is weird to me. Okay. Her fucking apartment is super weird. It's very weird. Now, for one, they wanted to shoot this in Chicago. What? Because there's a whole swath of lofts turned into, a, uh, warehouses turned into lofts. Sure. Which you don't get a lot of in, in California. Okay. Which is where this was filmed. So when she's running down the street, there's a corner store, but then around the corner, there's like a white picket fence house where the newly murdered lady lives. Oh, yeah, yeah. And man. then 150 feet down, it's like a weird, almost like Miami style. It's like got neon. It's got a name, the, mm-hmm. the apartment or whatever they live in. I thought that was just like the number, but like partially in numbers, partially in cursive. Oh, maybe. I thought it said like Palm something. or might have. Who knows, man. What the fuck? Who would ever have like a, basically a beer sign, a window beer sign as like the name of your apartment building? It's not that big. It's not that high up. I mean, there was a common practice in California, specifically Los Angeles area. God, I can't remember the name of the fucking style of house though. It would be a four to five unit apartment with a carport underneath it and they would be called like the sunset the sunset uh, the, the sunset the ocean air the teardrop lounge and whatever but they were notorious for being poorly constructed sure and oftentimes in an earthquake would collapse oh how nice and then they 
this is all going to get cut out, but they enacted an ordinance that said you have to provide an adequate amount of parking for the number of units in your building. Mm. So it just didn't, it wasn't something that continued thereafter. But so she writes down the number and she starts stalking him. And he's quite perturbed when he gets phone calls from her. Hello? Is this Rick? Yes. Hi, guy. It's been a long time. Yeah, she starts calling him, hey, baby. I think he's scared that he's been found out initially. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, and for one, he's an apex predator. So he's being exposed, his little weenie, when she calls him and he doesn't know who she is, how she knows about him, what she knows about him. Because he likes to harass people on the phone. Yeah. Now he's being harassed. He's a troll. He's a basement internet troll. Well, no, because he actually kills people. Well, that's what they did before they had the actual internet. What an interesting apartment he has, too. It's like a slick stockbroker, (laughs) minimalist apartment. It's very strange. You wouldn't expect him to just be the manager at a restaurant. It feels like the apartment out of, like, Cobra. Just, like, you can't place why it's like this. Huge bay windows, and he's seemingly on, like, the sixth floor or something. But he looks like he just lives off of La Brea. And it doesn't seem like or he Wilshire. lives in that apartment, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's this- staged like that, but maybe he just goes and vampires down in the bed. Is he ever there? Could be. Like, it doesn't, I can't picture him just watching TV. So they follow him. They find out that he does, in fact, work at a restaurant. Because she goes, he's wearing a tuxedo during the day. That's kind of weird. And I said, yeah, that is kind of weird. Even for a, a guy who owns a restaurant. A maitre d', maybe. You know, and they're spying on him. He looks at a lady. He, he's marking her. <laughs> with his eyes with his eyeballs and then he goes and kills her and and her mom the whole time is just trying to be a good lady lisa wants to go hang out for the weekend with her friend and jeffrey tambor up at the cabin or something mm-hmm. and the mom's like no you can't slowly she's allowing herself to kind of become more and more infatuated with richard the idea of Richard, and possibly the idea of Richard meeting her mom? I don't know if that's it, but I sure do like it when she calls him and she's like, hey, guy. Hi, guy. Because she tells him, eventually, he's getting fucking fed up, but he's keeping his cool. Yeah. You know, it's not fair that you know these things about me and I don't know anything about you. I mean, he's just trying to get little pieces of information so we can figure out who she is. Right, but he's also, like, on the verge of losing his shit. Yeah. But he's, he's not quite there yet. And so she goes... I know where you work or whatever. I'll be wearing a white dress. And what does she tell her mother to wear? Oh, okay. Yeah, white dress. The white dress. Sure. Specifically. She's, in fact, wearing the dress that her mother planned on wearing. So there's some something going on there. But it, again, yeah, it doesn't feel like that's where she's going. But it also kind of does. Maybe she wants Richard to fuck her mom. And then she can listen through the wall and masturbate. Yeah. That would... Uh, Turn into a real uh, Pornhub kind of a scenario. Isn't that what you would do? That is what I do. Yeah. 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 You know. My mom. I'm always, <laughs> I'm always having my 80-year-old mom who keeps having heart attacks. Uh. So they do go to the restaurant. I sent you that picture of that super mullet. What'd you think of that? That's pretty amazing. Is it not? It's like comically large. That's like it's from like a Primus video. A comically large are. cowboy hat. Exactly. Yeah. Or um, I, I often think of Norm MacDonald as... Uh, Reynolds in a commanding lead with $14. Hey, uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson? Yeah, that too. That guy's fucking mullet, man. It's like, how are you not ruling the world? 
<laughs> one mullet to rule them all. Are you just a background actor? Now, I will say that the, once they're in the restaurant, it seems drastically different from the one that they were peeking into. It seems larger, more open. You notice details so good. Joyce. Well, I know restaurants, man. I mean, you know. What? <laughs> and Richard bumps into her mother, Cheryl Ladd, mm-hmm. and he goes, oh, the white dress. And she's like, whatever, dude. And Lisa leaves a note at the table saying like i don't know i missed you or i saw you or whatever. now you have seen me oh exactly exclamation right. point and then she, of course the mother uses the credit card and so he has her name now and lisa then runs away it's not her name it's the she uses the credit card for a flower shop that she runs it had her name on it did it i thought he went and checked out the flower shop and stocked them there i think she lisa says yeah oh maybe because lisa does say that she is a florist that's what she does so Lisa, like, kind of runs away a little bit with her friend. She just decides to defy her mother like a little brat and go out of the country with a couple miles up north. She agreed. Her mom agreed that she could go. She's like, okay, I guess you can go with Jeffrey Tambor. Why was she upset then? She only agreed to it after she was super upset. Oh, that's right. She said, oh, yeah, that's right. You can go. But she answered the phone at one point and she was pissed and the girl was crying when she was up there. Like, I miss my mom. They had some sort of weird fight. Okay. So Richard is now going to kill um, Cheryl Ladd. Hell yeah. And we didn't even talk about when Lisa was stalking him and was hidden in the back of his car. Oh, that's right. That's a real gleaming the cube moment. Man, you really are able to bring that movie up a lot. He does that in there. It's really scary when she's in the back of the car and he's just driving and a few times you're like, oh shit, he sees her. He doesn't. Well, especially when he actually looks back to to, to back up. Mm. I mean, it's like... Your body, I think, would sense there was something. Your body there would sense something's out. there, but I mean, you have eyeballs. He's looking like straight ahead in the back, but I mean, I can still see the couch. I can see the cushion. I could see my jacket. You know what I mean? I was worried about her, even though I knew she'd be fine. I wasn't so sure, but I was kind of sure. And of course, she runs out and she sense. always waits for the fucking locks. Yeah. As soon as he got out of the car uh, and started running across the street, I would have just opened up the door and left. Yeah. Instead, she just sits there, and then the door's fucking locked. Again. Well, she's scared. It's a bad situation, You got to man. man up. She just keeps digging herself deeper into holes. So, yeah, he's stalking the, the mom, and then he eventually goes over there. Because what he does is he likes to choke women, force himself upon them by candlelight. He rapes them? He raped that one girl, I think, because he pulls down her shirt sleeves. Remember that? He's holding her, and then they, he falls on I just went past the mic. He falls on her. Oh, I didn't really pick up on that. I was quite confused by the wine thing. He makes them drink with him? I don't know. So he chokes them a little mm-hmm. and then does stuff with them? I uh, I assume so. Finishes them off? Yeah, because we never see how they find the body. That's not Oh, important. that's true. We don't get any real details other than the fact that he's doing it. But I will say, this is a surprisingly competent serial killer thriller movie. I thought this yeah. was going to be way more silly and it is wonderfully late 80s, early 90s, whatever's going on there with the hair and the clothes. The setup is bonkers. It it, it seems but like it's going to be so stupid. They take it seriously. It, they take it seriously, and, and I, I, I'm not a teenage girl. No. I don't know if, if I've you? mentioned that or not. Okay, because you can't be here if you are. Right. Okay. We'd be in some hot water. Well, you would be. I'd be fine. But, so, I, I mean, I know people, I, I've seen things like this in movies where kids are dumb and they uh-huh. do dumb things and they, so, I mean, it's not like so far outside the realm of believable. Yeah. It's just a little unbelievable, but it works. And so Richard, Lisa knows he's going to be there or no? She doesn't no. know he's bad yet. No. She just comes home and Richard's there and he starts 
slapping them around. Well, no, she. You know, he's about to get the mom. She shows up and gets dropped off by Tambor. She goes into the apartment and it's like, what? Something's wrong here. She calls she smells first. the candles? She calls okay. and leaves a message that says, hey, Ma, if Richard calls, he's just a, a dumb kid from school playing a dumb prank. Uh-huh. And then the next message is Richard. This is Richard. I'm, I'm going to kill apartment. you. And she's just like, oh, kids. She even says that. And then turns around and Richard starts choking on her, you know? Dude. And then, okay, so when Lisa realizes Richard's in the apartment, right, he's got her mom, her, his hand over her mouth, oh, like, yeah. behind her, right? She comes into the room, she sees her creepo book laid out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, because the door's open, she closes, and Richard's been behind it, groping the mother's neck. Massaging it, really, but... She has a creep book of boys that she wants to date. And, like, is it just in big words, Richard, with hearts and, like, drawings of them? The photograph that she took with the Polaroid of them? When she ripped off the grocery bag and wrote his license plate on there yeah. she has like a collection she's she's gonna grow up to be a serial murder let's be honest. not now not after this movie well not now because yeah. she was scared straight and so richard starts beating lisa in the face with her mother dude <laughs> i was laughing so hard gush, gush. the level of brutality of taking the mom and bonking her daughter that's not even bonking it's not the right she's smashing the mom's face into lisa's face the back like, of her head like honk honk is it in the back of her head maybe because he's got her by the throat. I thought it was the front. Either way, Whatever it's it is. insane. Using your mother to beat you up. This movie is brutal. <laughs> yeah. And then, then, and then he throws the mom, and Lisa tries to run, and he starts choking her, maybe, and then the mom stabs him. You see the blade pop out the front of him. It's a good effect. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's a good effect. And, oh, too bad that mom doesn't, like, grab that knife and keep stabbing him. Instead, he stumbles away a little bit, grabs a paperweight, and knocks, like, hammers the knife back out the other way. Yeah, while he's doing that, which is taking a pretty good amount of time. Yeah. They're just on the floor weeping. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck, you know, I understand this shit's crazy, but you just stabbed him. So you've got the chutzpah to take it one step further and start throwing some bows. You know? <coughs> but they, you know, eventually rush past him. Yeah. Grab the mace that she always has, but they can't get out. And Richard's trying to stab him and such. Do they spray him in the eyes before they run to the Lisa's bedroom to hide? Yeah. So Lisa knees him in the nuts because they're by the front door. And then the mom maces him. And then they run into Lisa's room, and and she goes, call the police. And she goes, you stupid bitch, you took the phone. Because Lisa's mom. It's better than that, though, when she's just like, call the police. (laughs) You took out my phone. That's great. That's a real good teenager thing. And the mom's like, oh, shit. Being a good mom's really fucking me over here. Right? I should have just been a cool mom. Oh, so they got the door barricaded a little bit. Right, grab some shit, barricade the door. His eyes are burned up. He's holding them open. That's like a good effect. Malcolm McDowell, he looks terrible. He's just puffy. Yeah. Oh. oh, God. And so he's busting through the door, and he's doing this thing where he, he reminded me of um, Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black. Okay. Because he doesn't know how to act as a man. Yeah. So he's like, huh? Huh? Yeah, holding he's just doing face. that with his eye. Huh? <laughs> and then he breaks through the door, Jack Nicholson style, sees a bunch of shit piled up on the floor, the mattress, clothes, and then he looks over and the window's open. A little bit of wind rustling the curtains. Yeah. And so he comes in and he's smart. He looks out the window and turns back real quick. 
Nothing. Okay. Well, it's not the window. I think he turns back a second time. And we know. We now know that they're hiding underneath these mounds of clothes mm-hmm. that they've thrown everywhere. So the mom gets up, grabs a baseball bat, and starts trying to have at it with yeah. him. And he ain't necessarily having it. No. But she's doing a pretty good job, and eventually she beats him out the window. And he falls and dies. It's fucking great, too, when they show his body out there. He's got the eyes wide open, like the horror mm-hmm. death stare. Oh, fuck. Isn't that amazing when the mom kills him? Mm-hmm. Just knocks him around. I thought Lisa killed him. That was my memory of it. Oh, okay. I was so glad the mom did it, though. It was Good great. Stuff. Oh, dude, I loved this movie. Did you? It was fucking great. It I was- didn't love it, but I. it felt like a Lifetime movie. And it actually is, does air on Lifetime. But it's a little bit darker and funnier than you expect out of those types of movies. It's very well made. There's like weird little comedic moments before the women are killed sometimes when they're listening to the messages on their machine and Mm -hmm. he's standing behind them, biding his time, getting ready to kill them, but then they're reacting to the messages. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Well, there's nice background stuff going on because they eventually, later on, mention when somebody's... The mom's walking home. There's a guy knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you know the woman that lives here? No, I don't. Sorry. Oh, okay. She, I don't know. I'm trying to find her or whatever. I haven't heard from her in three days. And like then that. eventually later on, there's a crime scene that they discover. It's like an RPG. You know, like the world's building. And time is progressing all around you. I like that. I liked it. It, it felt like a, a Lifetime original movie. It, it felt very cautionary, sort of. But I thought it was well made. I thought it was well acted. The acting was surprisingly good. Better than it needed to be. Yeah. By far. Even the friend. Yep. Because at times she's like, girl, this is crazy. <laughs> Why are you calling this dude? Mm-hmm. You were in his car? Oh, my God. How about when Stacy Keenan, Lisa, and her friend like go out? Mm-hmm. And then the friend immediately meets a boy and, like, ditches her. Yeah. That's like, boy, that sure is what it's going to be like if you go out with somebody and you're both trying to meet somebody. And then, Someone's getting left behind. And then Lisa, when they get out of school, she comes up like, girl, fuck my mama. I want to go hang out. And he, he, oh, sorry. He's asking that girl out. You're you're, uh, you're not. You're already on the outskis. We can't be friends anymore. Yeah, you fucked this up. It is pretty much like they can't be friends anymore. Is this the movie where she says to her, like, people are going to think you're weird? If you're not dating yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. The little brother in this movie, too. Did he look familiar to you, that little he brother? Did. It turns out he's not really in a lot of things. His name's Eden Gross or Edon. Uh, he stopped doing things in like the late 90s, but I'm going to give you a couple of credits because I, I recognized him. He looks a little bit like, I don't know, somebody else, but. Yeah. He was in, like, an episode of Renegade. He did the voice of Flounder in The Little Mermaid for 30 episodes. Oh, jeez. Something called Return to Zork. He's a voice in the Halloween tree. But he's in Best of the Best 2. Oh, snap. He's in Mikey. He's uncredited. Is he the son? Walter Grady. I think he's fucking... What's his... Eric Roberts' son. He's in a show called Walter and Emily for 13 episodes. Played a young Clark Kent in Superboy. Did some voices in the Child's Play movies. Probably, and you thought your parents were weird is probably what I know him from. I don't know what that is. Shitty movie. He's also in Best of the Best one. I was just going to say, yeah, isn't he in that one too? Because he's a kid in that one. I just watched Best of the Best not too long ago. Really? Yeah. That's weird. It is, isn't it? Yes. You hate it when I watch movies. Yeah, it makes me so mad. <laughs> All right, well, so, fuck, man. What do, I mean, what do you rate the movie? What do you give it? Oh, I don't. I couldn't rate it. Oh, man. <laughs> I was Five. like, 
Oh, really? I'd totally give it like a seven. Okay. Oh, man. I just had such a good time. The the 90s-ness of it, the time period, uh, the kid that I like is in it. It was surprisingly intense and scary and weird and funny. Oh, it was just, I just thought it was going to be such a piece of shit. I thought it was going to be so bad. I mean, it was... I didn't dislike watching it, but I mean, I wasn't like, oh my God, I found, you know, Xanadu. She reminded me a lot of um, Alicia Silverstone from uh, The Crush. I got that vibe with the schoolgirl outfit kind of thing. So then uh, Smooth Talk. Smooth Talk, which is supposed to be the better of the two. Okay. Not that people compare them. That's just you and me. <laughs> okay. Laura Dern, Treat Williams, yeah. Elizabeth McGovern. What's the name of the mom? Oh, the Mary Kay. Place? Parks. Do you got some facts and figures for this guy? Um, I don't really think I do, to be honest. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't. Based on the short story? There was a line in there that I thought was kind of crazy. When she's flirting with a boy by the jukebox. And it just seems like casual flirting. Um, but he goes... You can get a fat lip if you keep this up. I know. That's a fucking crazy moment. I and couldn't even goes, believe it. Oh, then I really have a big mouth. You already got one. Like, whoa. The boy talking in this movie is strange. You, Bandinis, this isn't. What about when those two guys at the mall seem like they want to rape those three girls? Oh, they very much were going to rape those That's girls. That's fucking crazy. You want to join? You want to come with us? We'll follow you around at the mall. Yeah, and they go, oh, we're just here to shop. That's not what you came here for. I'm like, did they see them before? No, I don't think so. I mean, these boys have them pegged, but they're men. evil boys. They're men. How old do you think those guys were? I don't know, 20. Really? You think 20? I don't know. I thought maybe they were like seniors or something in high school. Oh. So based on the short story by Joyce Carol Oates. Okay. Where did you come from? Where do you go? I think. No idea. Do I read your synopses now? If you want. You look thrilled about this movie too. I mean, you know. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Smooth talk. Annoying teenager Connie, Laura Dern, is a bitch to her mother Catherine, Mary Kay Place, her older sister June, Elizabeth Barrage, and folksy dad Harry, Levin Helm. Levon? Levon. But while gallivanting around with her friend Laura, Margaret Welsh, Connie attracts the unwanted attention of local creep Albert Friend. This is, it's Arnold, Arnold Friend. Oh, is it? Yeah. This is what happens when people stop being nice and start being real. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So, I mean, this is just like girls being girls. It's like a very good snapshot of 15, I guess. Uh, I mean, Laura Dern's 18 in this. Yeah. Even though she's playing 15, 16. Uh Um, I thought the sister initially was her younger sister. Well, they talk about her having a car, driving. I missed that. I didn't realize that was her name at the time until I later heard her name. And then I looked her up. I'm like, oh, she was like 23 when this movie was made. It's insane. She seems young. But then later, she seems older. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just a couple of teenage girls. It's a trio. Doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know, ditching, lying. They're sneaking out of the mall and going to the beach and then Mm -hmm. hurrying back to the mall for their parents to pick them up. Yeah, and then, like, when they're in the mall, they keep pushing their younger friend into a boy. Well, they're horny, man. They want to meet boys. Same thing as fucking Lisa. I don't know if horny is quite the right word, but well, like, you know, boy crazy. They 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 want the next step. They want ex- boyfriends. Except the young friend is not about it. Yeah, like a little bit, but not on the level of She's them. like fine with like flirting or just looking at boys and gossiping and such, but... Don't throw her into a boy? Don't throw her into a boy or goad her into going into a movie with three 
other older boys. Yeah, she didn't want any part of that. No, she didn't. And they made her f- feel like a real wet blanket when she was doing that. Like, you guys go on, wa- go on without me. And she looks down like, hmm. Like, mm-hmm. is this Napoleon Dynamite? Why are you overacting? But I like that kid. I did too. And she, the more I saw her, the younger she felt. Yeah. Especially in the um, scene where they effectively stopped being friends. So she knows who she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the dad, Levon, whatever. Oh, we didn't. Uh, we didn't. You no. Know. Should, should we do it? I guess. No. I mean. Yeah, I'm down. So the dad, he's a country western guy or a rock and roll guy. Didn't he seem like he had wet brain from too much alcohol? Or like- I was wondering what the hell was going on with him. But then I realized um, that he was some sort of a well-known old musician dude. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, of course, he's not an actor. At first, I was like, Peter Coyote? What's up? The mom married this guy? Yeah, I was like, well, that can't be their dad. What's going on here? It is, though. He makes a lot of money. Is Is he he their dad? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because he's like, oh, hey there, sweet pie. Oh, can you believe I own my own house? I mean, that's that's the conversation that makes you go, is he stupid? My own house. Just come out for a smoke whenever I want. My own lawn chair. Leave it out all night if I want. They've lived there for three years. Sorry. I can leave my chair. Yeah, I'm like, did somebody tell you you couldn't own a house? <laughs> and this is back when houses were affordable. Yeah. So as long as you're working a job, you're good to go. Now, you th- all right, are we drinking this? Oh, sorry, yeah. All right, hey, we're going to drink. I'm drinking a Kentucky Fire. This is cinnamon flavored? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Is yours piss? Bourbon infused with cinnamon liqueur. Oh, you got the same one. Yeah. We're fancy boys. It's either this or honey. I ain't drinking no honey liquor. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Whoa. It's cinnamon. So this is filmed in California. <laughs> uh, it seems like it's Florida. Okay. I could tell immediately because of the California license plates. <laughs> yeah, you do look at those. Um, but also, even though they were growing... What looked like apples, probably were apples. I thought they were pears. Pear or apple, one or the other. At first, I thought it was maybe a citrus fruit because like oranges, most of the time are actually green when they're ripe, except for our Florida oranges, because I believe those are harvested in the winter, but in the summer and spring, oranges are green. But I could just feel California. I I could feel it calling to me. Yeah. Julian, come live here. Don't wake me up, don't wake me up if I'm dreaming. Remember that? Remember no, that show? You didn't watch that one? Mm-mm. Oh, it was on Saturday morning. It was like uh, Saved by the Bell, but they had a shitty band. And mm. They hung out at a restaurant also. Oh, like the Peach Pit in uh, 90210. Or Max's like, and like, Saved by the Bell. Or the Juice Bar in Power Rangers. Hell yeah. So, I mean, look, she's a teenage girl. She's got a hot bod, and she wants everybody to know it. She does have a pretty nice body. Those legs are something else. They're, she got a big butt, too. I don't know if you saw that when she was in the mall. I was like, God damn, this girl got a big butt. Big butt, big dumps. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. And her friend's also like interested in boys, but the younger one isn't so much. And they basically just keep She's having a role with her mother, something fierce. Her mom, I can't believe you're saying she's the bitch. Her fucking mom is needlessly cruel to her. Oh, I don't think so. She's just like a chill girl, you know? And her mom's just like, fuck you, you're trash. Mom, what if I asked you to drive me and Laura to the beach tomorrow? Sure. And do what? Hang around by myself till you're nice and tan all over? What car should I take? I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe June would leave hers and Dad could drop her off at work. Fine. Dad drops June off. June leaves her car. 
And then I drive you. That takes care of everybody, right? Forget it. Do you ever think about anybody except yourself? No, her mom's like, why are you being a trash? In a loving way. She's not being trash, though. She's just a totally kind of. regular girl. Kind of seems like trailer trash to me. No, man. She's a real, just regular kid. And her mom is I think her mom's going fine. Her. I think I, her mom's doing the best she can. I think her mom's a fucking massive cunt, and her sister <laughs> is super mean to her, too. Oh, I don't think that at all. Her sister? Her sister says some fucking real mean shit later on. Well, later on, when she's being a fucking shit. She's not even being a shit. Yeah, she is. She goes, hey, you ever felt the presence of a man? She's like, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you don't know goddamn shit. Oh, man. Yeah. And her mom's like telling her, you need to help me around this house. She does. I mean, she does, but what's up with that fucking mom? She comes down in a pink satin fucking half robe with her hair moosed up. And her mom's like, God, what are you, Paris Hilton? She's practicing, man. She's a 15-year-old girl. Well, you do that in your spare time after no. you've done the chores. It's summer. Dude, okay, but here's my thing with that mom. They lived there for three years. Mm-hmm. That house looks like shit. Mm-hmm. The outside of the house looks like shit. The inside of the house looks like shit. Yes. They seem to have money. The mom uh, does not have a job. I mean, they're doing fine. We don't see them hurting, but we don't see anything that would suggest they're anything more than like lower middle class. What I mean is they can afford paint and sandpaper. Sure. The mom has no job. That we know of. The kids are old enough to take care of themselves. That we know of. It's not like me and my kids, where if I try to do something, they try to murder each other. I've done more That's... in one year with the two most difficult kids on the planet than she has done with a completely free day every day. That's why I wondered, oh, that's why I thought the sister was younger. Because I'm like, why is she living there? But yeah, I'm sure she's contributing to the household, too. She has a job. Yeah, but I mean, like, why? You know? I don't know. I thought she was slamming. June? Holy Toledo. Really? Yeah. And the mom, too. Really? Yeah. I don't like Laura Dern. I mean, no, I'm not saying Laura Dern is who I'm after. I'm not after anybody in this movie. I think you did say that. She has really nice legs. There you go. Yeah. No, there was a couple couple (laughs) shots of her just with like nice- No, I I was all about June. I was like, yes. It's my favorite month of the year. Man, I I didn't- Okay. Nothing nothing gave me a boner in this movie, but- So, they eventually start going to a a hamburger joint that they see- and supposed to be going to the movies, sneaking across the, the highway or the, the road? Well, to... the first time they're walking, for some reason, they're walking from the movie. But they're on the side of the road. She's like, my dad's going to be here in 15 minutes. She's like, why the fuck isn't he picking up at the movie? You know, and they go, well, let's go in there. And she goes, we ain't got no time. And she goes, well, tomorrow then? And the girl goes, I, you know, regular old bandini romp. So they go back. She's dressed to the hilt like trash and uh <laughs> you're so mean <laughs> but it's a it's a it's where the college aged kids hang that sounds right you know whether or not any of them are in college i uh, think they might be and then there's the townies that right seem like trouble and they walk in and you know the boys are like "Ooh, meow or whatever guys say when they look at good looking ladies <laughs> showing and uh a nice boy starts talking to her jeff jefe and I think she goes to see the sun or the city lights with him. They, they fool around a little bit. A little bit. And then he drops her back off. I thought she got fucked. Did you think he fucked her? No. Really? Okay, because then the next time she meets up with the other guy and he tries to take her top off, like undo the straps, so and she freaks out. When, and I was like, oh, she, did, she didn't have sex. No, God, no. No. Uh, when she's leaving with Jeff or Hefe the first time, she passes Treat. And he goes, watching you. What do you think he is, about 25? He's like 33 in this movie. 
His real age? Yeah. I buy that. Yeah. He feels... I didn't think he was that much older than Laura Dern, but... Really? I guess he Because the sunglasses, dude. He's got that playful face. Sunglasses do de-age you. Yeah, they're hiding his eyes. Yes. And... <laughs> oh, man. We don't see him really much thereafter. Nope. Now, this, when she goes back, that's when that boy threatens to slap her in the face, so she goes off with him. Yeah. As you would. God, he's, that's such a weird thing to say. Because it seems real nice at first. He's like, you want to get something to eat? And she's like, nah. And he goes, well, let's just get something. Well, what do you want? I want what you got. It's real stupid. It's like a rat-a-tat flirt. And then he's like, nope. Right. I, it's like, I, wanted, I wanted now. And like you gave me one more job. Four back and forths, like you would. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm going to bust you in the face. <laughs> Boom, zang, pow, right to the moon. Yeah. And she goes with him. Yep. They go to a parking garage. And he starts giving her a massage yeah. on the shoulder area. She's all about it. She is melting. Yep. The floodgates are open. And he starts trying to undo her top. And she goes, whoa, Jack, slow it. And then he starts kissing her, just pulls her in and starts fucking tonguing her. It's some hardcore making out. Hard. Hardcore. She is not ready for it. That shit looks real. And he starts going for the top again. And she's just like, no, mister. And she runs out. And he just looks like... Shit. Do I have enough time to get to Bandini's? And now she gets back to the mall. It's closed. Her friend isn't there, of course. She calls her because she's weeping. She calls her on a payphone, which I got to tell you, man, there's a part in Lisa where they're on a payphone hiding. I miss payphone. I really do. So many so many things in these movies are like gone. Like teenage, yeah. teenage girls talking on the phone. Yeah. That's not a thing anymore. Telling people your phone number. So she calls her friend Laura. Which is funny because that's her name in real life. <laughs> Connie in the movie. She's Bert Stern's kid, right? Is yeah, it going to yeah. be a ding or a beep here? Yeah. Should we not reference those beeps and dings? Oh, you can if you want. Okay. <laughs> and her friend's like, well, no, my dad caught wind of me doing something. But I didn't tell him that you were with me. And she goes, oh, thank God. But I need a ride. Can you come get me? And she's like, no. It's fucking scary. What time of night is it? I mean, it feels late. It's probably not like two or three in the morning. It's light it's enough for prob- movies closed. It's probably like midnight then, right? Yeah. How much, I mean, you think at that point, however long it took her to walk back, she's got to have some semblance of awareness of time where you would just know that you fucked. So she's walking home, a car full of boys want to, you know, her to get in so they can just destroy her. Give her a ride. And she's like, no, man. And they throw cans at her. That's so fucked up, too. So fucked up, dude. I I wish I would have driven by because I would have been like, look, I am not going to harm you. You need a ride. Just get in the back. Here's a gun. Put the gun to my head. <laughs> yeah, what would you do? Like, uh, here's Okay, here's what you could say. Okay, listen. I'm going to get in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> you drive. You drive. When we get to where you need to be, go get somebody. And then let me out. Okay? Yeah. That's too scary. I wouldn't get in the trunk. No, God, no. Because no, you're going to get Chris Tucker She's going to fuck you Brown. up. Right. Yeah. So she makes it home and it jumps to the morning. The mom's disappointed. She's making some concessions, trying to not be so mean to everybody and allow them to love her yeah. again. Mom, I'm here. I've been thinking. I really want to help you paint tomorrow. You were right. Well, you were right that, that I should. You know, like, instead of just sitting around. Are you sick? And, like, the sister, she catches a really tender moment where they're playing, like, pinochle or something. And the sister's just, like, behind the mom. She's got her hands on her shoulders. The dad's just, oh, gosh, you won. They got no fucking TV. They just, like, sit around in the dark together. Yeah, and play out. pinochle. That's weird. I mean, it's the 80s, and it's... They live in like a farmhouse on a dirt road. 
They're not like in L.A. or anything, you know. So it's folksy, man. Remember they, when she asked her mom if she can bring her to the beach the next day? Yeah. And her mom treats her like a piece of shit for even asking? Well, she doesn't treat her like that, but she says, like, how? I, I don't have a car. Her tone. Her tone is like, you fucking idiot. Because, what do you think? Look, maybe, look, when you grow up in an, an environment where money isn't in abundance, you just need to be on the same level. Yes, it would have been nice to go to the beach. But you're not oblivious to the fact that your mother doesn't have a car. Ask June if you want. Oh, June can leave her car in Dak and take her to work. You got to be realistic. That's all I'm saying. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, I don't. She's like a mean mom. Like I said, I was never a teenage girl. The reviews all talk about how she's a mean mom. Jenny and I were looking at each other like, this mom is fucking mean. I didn't get that at all. Wow. At? Maybe I'm appreciative of mothers. Maybe that's my problem. I am too. This this one seems particularly uninterested in engaging and being nice to her daughter. She says to her, we used to do things. Can you guys go ahead and weigh in on this? Go ahead and call (laughs) 763-634-1897. Is the mom overly mean to Laura Dern? 763-634-1897. There you go. How come I don't have that number memorized by now? Because we can't memorize phone numbers anymore. What's that phone number? Seven one. We can't. Is that it? It's a seven lost one skill. You can tell somebody your number and they read it back to you, and you go, "No." Check this out. Nine one one. That's the police. Oh. Yep. Shit. I only call that number if I want to get beaten. Yeah. Every time I've called nine one one one, they come over, they club you over the head. No, I say I'm I'm brown. Just so you know, when you get here, I'm the one call. I'm the brown one because I don't want you to kill me unduly they don't they don't give that information to the officers or else oh, God, their, no. their training kicks in anyways like, ah, brown. Ah. exactly it's a whole thing yeah fuck man it isn't until the last 30 minutes that treat williams eventually shows up this is okay so i'm watching this movie the soundtrack is unbearable it's not randy newman <sighs> there's james taylor in james it. taylor the music's terrible all of it her dancing is terrible it's Fuck. She's doing the Carlton, and she means it. And I'm wondering why people like this movie. Mm-hmm. And I do feel it's doing a good job of showing us these teenage girls. To no end, so far. Yeah. So you spend an hour with them. Mm-hmm. However, Treat Williams is coming back. And that's when you're actually rewarded with good acting. Her family goes to a barbecue. And she she's refuses a bitch. to go. I don't, no. So her dad comes home, and she's moping, like she do. Hey, why don't you come with me get the barbecue stuff? Okay, I'll go change. Nobody's going to fucking see you. She's wearing, like, uh, not real clothes, though. This is like the real enough for clothes. me? No, that's like... I went to school with paper bags on my feet. Fuck, dude. You're bringing, like, way too much baggage to this. Because <laughs> she's, like, basically wearing pajamas. No, when she comes back, I, I do give you that. I, yeah. I was like, oh, she was just wearing a nightie? And then when she comes back, her mom's like, we don't have time for you to fucking change. Mm-hmm. Her mom's straight up mean to her. Her dad no. invited her to come with. I and her mom immediately jumps down her throat. I Because her mom knows that she's going to be a fucking snot the whole time. When does her sister call her a bitch, too? Right after... They have the talk where she's like, you know, your friend got knocked up. And she goes into her bedroom and she's crying and she comes in and she's like, June, don't you dare tell mama I'm crying. I never do that to you, Connie. And then she's like, oh, God, they make me feel so good. You ever have a boy just sing to you and hold you? She's like, you fucking dumb bitch. I'm 20 fucking three. I had a miscarriage, Connie. Did she? I don't know. (laughs) 
Which one of her friends is pregnant? I don't think we know. Her. No, okay, it hasn't. I happened. don't think okay. it's Laura. Okay, because that would have been really soon. So you didn't think you didn't think June just like out of nowhere was just blatantly cruel to her. I think you're missing the buildup that she's just being an unbearable snot this I, whole time. Fuck, that's see, this is the big difference. Is I don't feel like she's doing anything wrong. And June is just like these are hormones. This at her is apex. how people act. Yeah, maybe totally. I didn't find it acceptable. And they're all coming down hard on her like she's a monster when she's like totally regular. Man, that's so crazy. I did not get that at all. All right. Were you beaten as a child? No. I was. Okay. So maybe that's what it My is. My mom hit me with a frying pan one time. My mom beat me with a spoon quite often. I got hit with a spoon a few times. So maybe that's maybe that's it. I don't know, man. I don't I I mean, I think the mother is dishing it a little bit harder than she needs to, but it isn't like she's just coming flying off the handle for no reason. This child is not good in my books. Volumes four through eight. Okay. Well, I almost want to call Jenny on speakerphone and get her to weigh in on this. Hey, you guys are both parents. I'm not, so maybe I'm just an idiot. But well, no, this is like based on her growing up as a teenage girl with her mom. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. I okay. didn't think it was that rough. So the family, you know, they're like, "All right, we're just gonna leave if you don't want to come." And the dad's like, "Yo, I want to see your cousins." That's when I realized he was his act- her actual father. Just let her stew in her own juice. And they leave, and <laughs> she just. Blasts all of the radios yeah. to the same channel. She goes, Fuck! Like she's Joan of Arc. Notorious Joan of Arc quote, yeah. by the way. Well, she's on fire or what? Yeah, she yeah. goes, Fuck! <laughs> this shit hot, yo. And all of a sudden, the car comes wheeling and dealing down the driveway. <sighs> and it's uh, Treat Williams. And he's clowning initially. Yeah. Hey, girl. He's being a little cutie, but. No. So what's all this stuff painted on your car? Can't you read? That there's my name to begin with. I want to introduce myself. I'm Arnold Friend, and that's my real name, and that's what I want to be to you. A friend. He's also got Ellie with him. Inside the car there, that's Ellie Oscar. He's very definitely kind of shy. This guy. Is I don't this know. the scariest guy you've ever seen in your life? The I don't way he know hides his face and won't what talk? the hell is going on with this guy. He's real scary, man. Not only that, but then he leaves him there. Yeah. And he's just milling around their house. Yeah. Like he probably would have killed the family if and they then came back home. Vanishes. Yeah. Right. So it's I mean, you, you you right off the bat, you know something's not right here. Yeah. Right. Well, we did hear from her little friend, the one who doesn't like boys. Oh, as that much. a guy's been asking about her. And she's like trying to warn her and Laura Dern's being a weirdo about it. Being a a bitch. Hmm? Well, she tells her not to talk about because she doesn't want her mom to overhear it. Right, but, but she doesn't want to go to her like, room. Tell me what's going on. Well, because her mom's going to be like, what are you guys talking about you in your room? Got a secret? Y'all got secrets? Y'all going to Bandini's? You, you trying to fuck? Mm-hmm. You can't be fucking no boys. And there's a real nice moment right there, now that you mention it. She puts on a James Taylor record, and she's singing it. She's going to her friend like, you want to dance? And you can f- tell the friend kind of wants to, but she's had it up to here with this. And then it cuts to the mom in the kitchen doing a two-step and she starts singing cuts back to laura dern they're both singing worlds apart yet so similar james taylor just healing the world pure music that's good music not this hip hippity hoppity yeah that you listen to (laughs) so treats there he's got a car it's also got an hourglass with wings on it for some reason right next to his name julian and then it's got a number sequence do you remember it no i don't remember what numbers they are but i remember the three three double digits what what is it what does it mean 99 13 17 what are they he doesn't say 
Yeah. He says it's a secret code. Doesn't he say one of them is her number? No. No, he does not. He says it's a secret code. Which well, she says, well, what does it mean? He goes, well, I don't know. <laughs> and then on the back, it says, a woman hit my car and did this. His taillights busted. Yeah. So Ellie's sitting in the car the whole time with a little boombox to his ear. And he looks like he's a dead body. He doesn't move. He doesn't acknowledge anything. He's just there holding it, obscuring his face. I kind of feel like if Treat would have come sans Ellie, things would have went a little bit better. No. Because he's sweet talking. No, Ellie's still... Ellie is terrifying, but Treat's really creepy too, dude. Yes, but she's an idiot also, and she's kind of receptive to it. But initially. She, uh. she comes out... Oh, what's you know? I think she's like fifty-fifty on this, where she's like horny and into it, but also he's pushing a little hard. She can tell there's something wrong here, and this guy is bad. Well, and then he's old. Yeah, he tells her how old he's twenty. You see, I'm your own age. Like hell, you are. Yeah, maybe a couple years older. I'm eighteen. He goes, "I'm your age." She goes, "Mister, you are not my age." I'm 20. I'm in my mid-30s. Look at Ellie over there. He's about 35. So, yeah, Ellie's just there, man, and he's got the boombox up to his ear. And she starts gesturing towards, you should probably leave. My dad's coming back. And he's like, I know everything about you. I know your dad. I know your mom. I know your sister. I know Joseph Franklin. I know Peter McCarthy. I know they're not going to be back. Alexander Skarsgård. They aren't coming for five more hours. She goes, "How do you know all this mystery?" He's like, "The same reason I know that you a tramp. I've been watching you." Doesn't call her a tramp. I told you. No, he doesn't. Might as well have. And she goes, "I'm gonna go back inside." And he starts pretending like he's gonna go for the house, but then he's like, "I'm cool." How about like just the way he like kind of floats around that car Mm -hmm. and he boosts himself up where he's holding himself up like he's sitting down Mm -hmm. but he's not he's not he's floating it's this really scary circus show that he's putting on he's putting on a show yes where he's like look i'm i'm fun in some i'm not the devil don't worry i'm not the devil yes in some ways it's very predatory because he's acting childish when she says why is this on your car he like leans over and like is almost upside down looking at it like who he opens the door and like slides out floating and such he's so good at this This, williams is amazing in this movie this feels like the scene in black phone when he's like messing with the balloons did you watch the movie no but i saw that scene you know what i'm talking about yeah and he's like oh i'm just an impish man (laughs) and then yeah he sprays him so he's like you're gonna go with a ride with me you're gonna go on a ride with me girl Nelly gonna be in the back because he's an idiot. It's Sunday. Don't you know it's Sunday all day? Connie, no matter who you were with last night, today you're with Arnold Friend and don't you forget it. I set this day aside just for you. So she goes into the house. Now, he's not trying to get in. He even, in fact, says, my intention is not to come into your house. No, I want you to willingly come with me. But then all of a sudden, Nellie starts yelling, you want me to rip out the phone wire? Is that, this, that's fucking real scary too, man. As soon as you say some shit like that, yeah. Yeah. We got an issue going on here. <laughs> and, Nellie, shut it. She's different. Okay, so there's others. Now we've got a real problem. We got a stew going here. You know... Boy, she's trying to... It's weird. She's like, you should leave, mister, but she's also like just dangling. She's fingering the screen between them. It's like she can't... I don't know if it's fear, but she can't not 
sort of succumb to some of his charm and attraction. I mean, I think she knows the futility of the situation. There's, He's already there. Yeah. You know? Eventually. You're already infected with this disease. Right. There's no hope for you. Because she runs in, she gets the phone. He opens the door, but he doesn't cross the threshold. Which is funny because when he's at the screen door, I was getting real Colin Farrell Fright Night vibes. Oh. Like when he's not invited in yet. And he's talking to Anton Yelchin. You got a couple You always say Yelchin. What is it? I'm pretty sure it's Yelkin. Oh. Oh, that's it. Podcast over. (laughs) (laughs) And she's about to call, but she's like, Mommy. Mommy. And uh, he goes, bitch, just hang up the fucking phone. Man, when she said mommy like that, Mm -hmm. Jenny looked over at me just real sad. Yeah, and he's like, basically, he starts to allude to the fact that he's going to burn the house down and maybe harm her family if she doesn't come with him. So she comes outside. And he goes, I'm going to leave Ellie here. He's going to look over your house. Look after your house. No big deal. Make sure nothing happens to it. And they go for a drive. Nothing happens, right? What? She totally gets raped. Oh, does she? I mean, they don't show you. I think they just show the car a little bit, like the back side of the Uh car that they're in a field. Yeah. And that's it. And then she comes back and she's all fucked up. What do you think they went and did, Julian? I don't know, man. He just, he took her somewhere and talked to her? I kind of thought that maybe is what happened, but I, I imagine he did some really terrible things. I was kind of checked out at this point, to be honest. This is the best part of the movie. Ske- uh, Skeet. What's his name? Treat. He's good, <laughs> but overall, I'm just like, whatever, man. Dude, I honestly, when the, the tone changes so drastically, mm-hmm. And it's so amazing. I find him and Ellie so scary. This movie went from kind of whatever to, holy fuck, this might be the scariest movie I've ever seen. And then, of course, they squander it. But that initial entrance of them mm-hmm. and him being a weirdo is so creepy. It's amazing. I mean, it's, yo, know, it, he's magnetic. I'm not a big Treat Williams fan. I have, like, really almost no opinion of him. I've, exactly. I've never seen anything where I'm like, oh, Treat. This is a real Treat. You know, Dead heat when I was eight, maybe. Maybe. I guess, yeah, I guess he has his way with her. I, I, I really didn't um, pay attention, I guess. And then he just brings her home. Yeah. And she goes, I don't want you to come around here ever again. But and she's he, like disturbed when she says that to him. Well, yeah. And he laughs. And she goes in the house because the parents are back now. The mom comes running out the house. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I slapped you even though you deserved it. And she goes, it's okay, mama. I know I deserved it. Does he, what happens? Does he not come back? He's just fine with whatever and i mean it doesn't make sense because i think in the original short story it's strongly implied that the girl dies and i think the short story is basically the last chunk with treat williams Mm -hmm. that's the whole story okay and it's based on the serial killer is he a serial serial killer yeah there's a a real serial killer i think that had a partner i don't really remember right now okay i'm a little drunk that drives around and picks up girls yeah i think acted Acted way younger than he was. Okay. And we go snake girls. I read about him one afternoon. Hmm. I think he's real creepy. Uh, well, yeah. Not See, my I, cut of the jib. Did you want her to die? Would you have felt that was a better ending? Well, considering I completely missed the fact that he possibly raped her and probably did, maybe it should have just ended with the car in the field. Or her going with him. Like maybe just fade to black when she goes out her front door. I think the the poster is very misleading. Yeah, like they're together. He's behind, they're a exactly. It seems like he's freeing her, and that's not the case. No, I don't know, man. I don't know how this could have went or should have went. Did you like Lisa more than this? 
Yeah, I found Lisa far more palatable. I liked Lisa a lot more, but I was really impressed with the last little chunk here. I was impressed with Treat Williams because I wasn't aware that he was capable of doing that. Uh, Based on the substitute. It went on a little long, exactly. And like I said, I was kind of checking out at that point, but um, it's a fine. It's fine. What do you, what do you, what do you grade it? A him? five. Is that what you said for the last one? Yeah. You're giving them equal ratings, even though you said Lisa was better? I have... Lisa was technically better, but I mean, I have no real strong opinions on really either of them, to be honest. Knock, knock. Who's there? Seven. You did it again. <laughs> that that chunk when he shows up is so amazing. That's what makes the entire movie. Yeah. I love it so much. It's so scary. Two movies about girls in peril. Yeah. One from the mid-80s, mm-hmm. one from the late-80s, early-90s. Yeah. Same age. Yeah. Them girls make it. They don't die. True. Good for them girls. Good for them. What do you have to say about this double feature? Yeah, it's fine. Was it fun? 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 <laughs> no. Oh, man, I had so much fun with these movies. Really? I mean, I don't know, man. Like I said, like they're not bad movies. They're watchable. Yeah. Absolutely watchable. Wonderful films. But above and beyond that, although I did like Treat Williams' performance uh, and... Most of the performances, except for Richard, actually, and Lisa. Um, you didn't like D.W. Moffat? I didn't. Oh, I thought he was pretty good. I thought he was good on the phone. I didn't like him when she ran into him. I don't know. Hard to say. Hey, do you guys want to weigh in on this? Have you seen these fucking movies? Yeah. I think you should. 763-634-1897. Call the fucking hotline. <laughs> 763-634-1897. I don't care if you want to. Yeah. Have you seen either of these movies? If you have seen either of these movies and you have listened to this podcast, <laughs> then it is your job to call 763-634-1897. Right. Maybe you don't have a phone. Could be. Great news. You know- We doing filmographies at gmail.com. Yeah. I had heard when the iPhone was first coming around, Yeah, people in China were buying the phone, but they then didn't have enough money to actually have it activated oh, with phone service. I'm sad. So people just walk around with iPhones like, I got the iPhone, but they can't. They probably pretend to talk on it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know. What's that? President Reagan? <laughs> what? <laughs> when did he die? Early 2000s? That's a good question. Late 90s? Probably. No. Eh. It's got to be the 2000s. 2004. You can uh, find us on Instagram, Reddit, Facebook. We doing filmographies. Twitter, do filmographies. YouTube's We Doing Filmographies. All right. I've been Jason. I've been Jules. And we, we did, did the filmographies. Filmography. Aye, 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 aye.